And welcome to another episode of Talking Shop, the Faith Family Football Podcast. We have a very, very special episode. We have our friends, the Labby's on today. Welcome to, we're actually in the living room because it's really cold outside. So welcome to the shop slash living room. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. So we have, so just kind of, I guess, introductions, which most people listening to this, our friends are going to know y'all for the most part. But I teach with Jessica. We've been, uh, she's a teacher at Bremen. Um, we have been, I don't know, I guess, I've known y'all like a long time, honestly, just because y'all are Bremen folks, you know, and then the Pruitt family. Yes. I mean, you can't walk through Bremen without running into somebody somehow related to the Pruitts at some point, I feel like. So, uh, just known y'all for a long time. Uh, you're known your daughters, having, you know, just, I don't know, just being around the same circles, FCA, stuff like that. And so, uh really 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 good people so we're very excited to have them on so let's uh let's start simple what's going on in the labby's life currently go ahead babe. <laughs> so gabby and izzy just started their spring semester of their freshman year That's so both 15 um our older daughter maya's 24 trying to decide what she wants to do so she's working at choa currently and planning to start a sonography program um we're going on 18 and a half years of marriage there you go how about that yeah (laughs) Um, what else just teaching 18 years this is my 18th year of teaching and eric had a little bit of a job change kind of recently not too, too recently. So, Tell so us what about are you doing it. now, Eric? So I'm still doing the same thing, but I got an opportunity to buy into a, a company. Um, basically, a client of mine had pursued me after I parted ways with my uh, recent, my former employer. And um, we kind of negotiated some terms on to buy some ownership into the company. So a big opportunity for me, something that you know I had been kind of praying about and, yeah. and um, working towards kind of just hand to the plow really didn't know where it was going to come from but um had it in the back of my mind that one day it would it would be there and just to stay ready um for when the opportunity came and luckily i was came, and, yeah. and um was able to make it work out so what kind of business is it it's a general construction general contractor uh, so uh, um, i'm a general contractor have been for for about 20 years um, and I'll, I hold the license for two of the states that we're licensed in. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty big, pretty big yeah, thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So talking about your girls. So you have two twins. Uh, they actually were going to pay me twenty dollars not to have y'all on. I told them. <laughs> <laughs> I told them the entertainment value was not the like, way above twenty dollars. <laughs> like I feel like I get some way better. I said like that's I a week's wage for them. <laughs> I was like, I, I feel like they got some stories that are worth way more than twenty bucks. Like, I mean, uh, so and we'll get into that. But you mentioned Maya, so Maya, and I remember Maya. I guess when I first started teaching at Bremen, yes, Maya was math, that's think. yeah, that's right, physical science something. Where I was like that weird phase where I was having to teach like some yes. sciences in there, like yeah, you know, <laughs> it was like, hey, we got a job for you, but we need to teach a semester of science. And I was like, sure, sounds like fun, no clue, but we'll do it. <laughs> so. Are y'all fat? So Maya is so Maya's twenty four now. Yes. And she's been living. She's been. She moved in with us. Was it right after graduation or right before? Um, kind of in like during. Yeah. Uh, so when bef- she was graduating her yeah. senior year. So backstory on her, really rough upbringing, um, and she was pretty much going to be homeless or was homeless, and um, 
she was kind of I was helping her get back and forth to school me and a couple other teachers and um, at the time she was at the women's battered shelter in Carrollton because that's the only resource we had to right. her. Um, and she was basically coming to our house and stay until curfew and then we would take her and so Eric and I just kind of had we didn't really have a conversation he basically was just like we're gonna ask her to live with us so that's what we do. Yeah, like, when does uh, like, that kind of you come to that point where you're like, you know what, like, this is just something we feel like, like, you need to be with us? Well, I mean, Jessica texted me, kind of to circle back a little bit, Jessica texted me one afternoon and said, um, I'm bringing somebody home, I'll explain later. And so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maya, um, she came, and I really, I don't, I don't even think I had met Maya before that uh, point, but we, you know, luckily we've we had an extra bedroom and she when she got to our house she had a trash bag mm. and it was everything she owned was in that bag and uh it really broke my heart mm. um so you know like jessica said you know we kind of you know we're talking about it um i remember the day that maya graduated i took her to um the uh, uh welfare office to get her to make sure that she had medical coverage and then make sure she would, you know, had some welfare. So with whatever happened, right. she had something, something yeah. to kind of help her through. Right. And, you know, I was really encouraged and, and um, I admired her because even though she had been dealt this terrible hand, um, she was still about to graduate um, and she was finding a ride. She didn't have a license. She was finding a ride to work and she was working whenever she could. Right. So I was like, man, this girl's got some tenacity about her. She's, she's got to drive. And, um, you know, over the course of a few months, um, Jessica and I were kind of conversed about it. And ultimately, she's right. I just, uh, we, I made the decision. and <laughs> yeah, She's like, coming. Yeah, yeah. And invited her to live with us. And uh, I think she lived with us for about two years while she was kind of getting her foothold in life and, and kind of got her head in the right direction. And, what did um, your girls think? Uh, they loved it. It was like another sister. Big sister. And they all still act like... 100% siblings. Yeah. I mean, they fight with each other, steal each other's clothes. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like they have an older sister. Yeah. So. That's sweet. So then, so then Gabby and Izzy, so your, your other, your, your twins, they're like the two most similar different people. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that's like the best way I can describe it. They're literally, I mean, like seriously, like they are two in the same but completely different. Yes. I mean, it is. They're hilarious. I love them. I, I could sit and listen to them two go for I don't know how long but they, they could go forever I they think will. I mean they can. so they're uh you know because like they're they're each involved in different things like I guess I was you know, one of my, my research for the podcast is simply just scrolling social media and just checking out different Instagrams you know and so I saw like you know you're taking one duck hunting right yep. right so you have one like enjoys the duck hunting you know <laughs> yeah. that's right which one's so who's the, the, the duck hunter that's Gabby Gabby's a duck hunter she uh, she started hunting with me when she was probably about 11 uh, first hunt first day she shot her first bird at 11 which was pretty pretty proud dad moment yeah. it was just me her and a friend of mine's at the time's dog in the blind and uh the three of us and we had a, a great morning um i don't know if she loves it like i do but she comes so yeah, she right. you know yeah. it's it's some yeah. good one-on-one -on -one time that i get to spend with my daughter and you know kind of god's creation and 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 doing the things that i like to do on my terms and um and i you know on the flip side it took a couple years for izzy to be interested in some sort of game pursuit and i took her to missouri last year and she, we we uh she each shot a turkey uh, same morning, so um, got her into turkey hunting. 
So speaking of turkey, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't think I'm making this up, but I'm pretty sure. So we all live in that same neighborhood. Yeah, for a Mount little bit. Shadows. Yeah. Yes, I was. So I was trying to make connections. I said, "Remember the dog that got your turkey?" Oh yeah, that was my that was my that first was turkey. My dad's dog. That was Hank. Yes. Oh yeah, full circle. So the first turkey I ever shot first took one. me three years, and Coach Rob's dog stole the fan. Oh, my, dad, my dad's dog's got mine. I was out of the house. Yeah. I forgot about. Yeah, that, well, I was thinking about. I was like, "Hold on, that was yes, that was that's yeah. the one." Yes. So we had a little short dog at the time, and so he thought he put it up on the trash can. I don't know to dry. I don't know why he left it out there. Dry, yeah. Yeah, and uh, our dog couldn't get it, and then he came out and was like, "Gordon Jones, if you're listening to this, I apologize. I think I blamed your dog." <laughs> Come on, sir. <laughs> Well, I mean, because, like, Hank's, like, one of the... I mean, because Hank... I don't know. He there weren't too many dog dogs that were Like, you know, yeah. that neighborhood, everybody knew everybody yeah. and everybody's dog. That's right. right. And so, like, my, so, like, Robbie, my dad, was not about, like, ever have Hank. Because he's not going to go out and walk him. My dad's yeah. right. He's not going to walk anybody, you know? <laughs> and so, like, literally, like, he would let Hank out in the morning, and Hank would just roam around. And then come and back. And show back up, yeah. you know? And, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know how, like, it... I think it was just like kind of like narrowed it down. Like that was like the only dog that yeah. it could be. So yeah, so that's the. That's, so there you go. So my dad's probably listening. So yeah, he apologized. I made up to for you. it. I made yeah, up for so. it. I've got a couple since then. Yes. Oh gosh, that's so you learned funny. A valuable lesson. I sure did. <laughs> so like, when you walk out, so right, that's the main you. reason we moved out to Miller Academy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you walk outside and you see like a whole turkey missing. Like what are you saw. <laughs> What's going on here? Like, I I was yeah beside myself. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, so yeah, so y'all built y'all got y'all out there. I mean y'all kind of same setup as y'all. That's what I was telling Eric. So we built a house, and then my parents are like just a little bit farther than Kirsten's parents. Are. That's right. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And y'all are kind of the reason uh, we got into. We should have never followed y'all into the chicken world. <laughs> we have not had near the success that y'all have had. Uh, with the chickens, but y'all like the original. Like I remember, like I, I, when I have chicken questions. I come to you. Yeah. Like I come talk about chickens. But y'all have had them for like a long time out there. I um, guess pre-COVID, right before COVID, we got them. I, I, I don't think. even know what year it is. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. we got them before COVID. Yeah. Then everybody got yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Everybody got them. Yeah, we were those people. We were like, oh, we're sitting in this house. What are you want to do? Let's get, get chickens. chickens. We didn't have <laughs> kids. Like, yeah, and you start talking chickens. to people. Like, yeah, it seems pretty good. And then. You don't realize, I mean, especially out here, nature, nature loves chicken. Nature yeah. loves it our chicken. It's got to be the favorite food among the animals out here. Pretty easy prey. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't realize, like, how dumb chickens are until, like, you watch them sometimes. Yeah. You're like, okay, I get why yeah. you're killed. I understand. <laughs> it wouldn't take much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> but y'all got a legit setup now. Yes. I, like, I remember, like, when I was building, like, my new coop, you were sending me, I think y'all got some of the most innovative poop catchers <laughs> poop of all tray, time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the old poop tray. <laughs> yeah, I've been a bad chicken mom lately, though. I'll, well, she's been, it. she's injured. She's on the IR. Surgery, that's, that's so, right, yeah. So. But I'm, I'm almost back to almost where I can <laughs> Yeah. All right, so back to, so back to the girls, just because I do want like y'all have two of the I really I, I admire kind of their uh, independence and kind of their their strength. Like they're they're two people that I don't think that, and I think anyone listening to this would agree. Like you're not going to mess with the Labby twins in like any sense, honestly. Like I don't think there's anything you can say to them that's going to deter them from like 
what they think and what they believe to be is true. How do you, like how do you go about instilling that? Like how do you kind of foster that? Uh, you know it. It's by design. I will. You know, along the way, you start getting some age on your kids. Start getting older. You get little microcosms of confirmations. A teacher may say something, or you. You know, obviously, advice of the podcast is is one measure, but. Ultimately, we want our kids to be leaders. Um, Jessica and I are both kind of natural leaders. And um, I think when you're a natural leader, you don't fall into some of the pitfalls and trappings mm-hmm. of life that other yeah. kids Absolutely. may find themselves in, whether it be drugs or promiscuity or, or whatever. So we really set out just to build good leaders and yeah. um, you know, instilled in them some, some confidence and um, you know, humility. And... Uh, you know, so yeah. Some, sometimes they lose on the humility, but confidence, uh, no confidence perfect. is definitely there. They do it in such a way, though, because like if you ever just get to sit down and talk to them, they're both so funny. But they like when you actually like get down into a layer, like there's like some legitimate, like some some foundational truths that they just stand by. And I think, I mean, I, I guess it's got to be like a constant reminder. I mean, it's not something you probably you know remind them of every day but the foundational stuff that y'all have laid for them is because i mean it's it's like you see kids you know being a teacher we see people who get swayed so easily uh, by their friend groups or they and they they swap friend groups but i feel like you know you two girls like they're so loyal and they got i guess a good group too i guess that probably helps a little bit too with who they're surrounded with but like that little group that they have and they go around with like i just don't see them being the same um not like you said falling in the same pitfalls that other kids are falling into yeah, they um, and they have a small group too. I'll say that. So they're friends with a lot of people, but close knit wise, it's a very small group. Um, and also, I'll say like in bringing them up, you know, we we go to Victory Fellowship, which is a small church, but a lot of like minded people having them around those people, you know, seeing like we brought my entire home, but mm-hmm. there's multiple people in our church that brought other church members into their home when they were teenagers and so seeing that kind of leadership from somebody else besides their parents Mm. you know because they don't always want to listen to us or right or take what we do um but they're also part of their leadership is I always say Eric and I should have went to genetic counseling before we had children because (laughs) they are some of the most hard-headed stubborn children and they get it honest but I yeah. think part of that makes them. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, if, if you're developing leaders, right. I mean, there there has to be that certain sort of stubbornness, you know, that that, you know, I'm about to say parenting it is probably a little bit different. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not easy to parent. <laughs> like I, I think not. you know, like once that once they are like out and they are and they're like it's gonna be incredible. You're gonna get to sit. They're gonna be super successful and they're gonna go and do amazing things. But I'm sure like in the house at the moment, you know, like in the mornings when you're trying to get out the door, yeah. I'm sure it kind of shows up sometimes. Oh, yeah. You're like okay, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's anybody that's raised kids knows it's not it's not all roses every day. But I mean, we're we're raising them to prepare for life. I mean, that's that's our goal is we want them to be successful. Um, we want them to exceed. Uh, you know, we kind of set the bar for them, and we feel like that they can, you know, move it to the next level. We're also very open parents too. Like, we don't pretend like we're perfect, and we're definitely not. Um, and you know, trying to when you have a fault, trying to be open and honest, and maybe you have a moment where you did not parent the way you wanted to, and then coming back and saying, like, talking to them, yeah, with like, them I didn't about do that it, right? I'm sorry. 
you know, mm-hmm. and then also just anything they have questions about. Like, mm-hmm. and that's kind of my personality anyway. Even with my high school kids, like I'm very honest. I'm, if they ask me questions, I'm going to tell them the truth. Um, and not beat around the bush. So for them, I think it makes it very easy for them to come and ask us questions. That's one of the main things I want with our kids is to be able to have just a super open conversation at all times. And even at church this morning, they were talking about that, um, about like your kids trusting you and not always just screaming at them all the time so that when something does happen, They'll, they won't be like, oh, well, Dad just screams all right. the time when I, I mess the, up. The bullet, the bullet point was uh, meeting error with empathy. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and because, sometimes we do that well, and sometimes we do well, I mean, not I, do that And well. that's natural. I think so, because there's like something, I know in the moment, even, like, you know, we just have like a, you know, almost a three-year-old now, but even when he like messes up sometimes, it's like, well, no, he should know better. And like I feel myself like getting really upset. I was like, he's three at the same time right like i mean he's, yeah. yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a fine line to balance and you're never going to get it right 100 percent of the time but i think like y'all said i think having that like being able to come to them and being like hey you know what in this instance we weren't you know and like, i'm sure sometimes they don't feel you're right you're like no no, no we were right on this one like we you know, you know actually we got this one right like we feel good um all right so having a couple of uh teenage daughters Parenting in this digital age, which is what our sermon was about today. Parenting is digital. How do y'all kind of approach the phone, the social media, those aspects of things? So we've had this conversation before, but we did no phones until freshman year. Um, and they have no social media on their phone except for Be Real. And they do have like a TikTok account, but it's on my phone. So they might get on it once a week yeah because they have to get my phone to get on it but um they have already started asking for instagram and him and i said from the jump street that that was something we would visit in a year so like they've asked and we're like nope we'll talk about it when you're 16 so so when how did y'all two come to the uh, like was that an agreement like no phones until this particular age like we're like or we were we're lucky that most of the parenting things that we come across obstacles or you know, choices, we're pretty aligned for the most part. So, you know, we, for the most part. (laughs) Uh, They just looked at each other kind of funny. (laughs) for the most part. Um, But, uh, you know, we grew up in the same generation, so we we understand, and she's a teacher, so she understands what... She's seeing it. Yeah, what the social impact is on kids these days for social media and and with bullying and and body image issues. Mm. And, you know, we, I mean... For lack of better terms, we want to protect our kids a little of bit longer. Of course, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, give them a little bit more, a few more years to mature. You know, preach to them, coach to them about the trappings of that, and and um, you know, hopefully set the table for. And success. they've only had phones for seven months, and I'll say like what in the last month we had like a little sit down, and I was like, you know, I just think you're on them too much because mm. you know how school is. Like right. some classrooms, they can be on them. All the time and then what we started to notice is um, at home over Christmas break especially is there wasn't a lot of them hanging out with us which some of that's natural teenage right, right. but some of it was like oh, I'm gonna go up in my room and, and a lot of times their stuff's not even that bad like they're listening to music for five hours but also sometimes it might be them on YouTube for an hour mm-hmm, or two and mm-hmm. I'm like we're gonna have to rein this in some so that's a discussion we've already had and th- and we it was a two-way discussion. Yeah. We didn't come in and say, this is what we're doing. We asked them, like, what do you think is fair? And I, was it Isabella? Mm-hmm. I think Isabella was immediately like, you can limit all all the apps, which would have been like 
YouTube, Spotify, whatever, right. to two hours, no more than two hours. So that's, that's reasonable. Um, yeah, so I mean, so obviously, like that kind of that openness, like I guess there is like a sense of like, okay, like we get it, you know. Yeah. But this is, you know, we want to be on our phones, but we also get it at the same time. That's, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's such a weird thing. I mean, because phones, I don't know. It's such a, it's it's such sad a trap. To see from our, because oh, they don't, man. they don't talk. Like, <clears throat> they don't. They don't. It's, it's really sad when uh, I see it mainly in communication. Yeah. Like when a kid has to come talk to me, and they literally cannot do it. Yeah. I mean, they they do not know how to hold a conversation. They'll send an email or get their mom. To yeah, send or get their email. parents send an email or the way they word and the they email send their or the way they go. On the that's line yeah. Instead of the body. That's right. You know. How to do that? Yeah, and it's like yeah. like what like. I you're gonna have to fit that much in the yeah. subject. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, your subject line can be unlimited. I thought I had character limit as well, but no, the whole email can be in it. Yes, they will top the whole thing out. And I guess when they think when it says subject, they literally want to put yes, the, the entire, entire thing subject. right there. And it's like one day, like you are going to have to apply for something. You're going to have to respond professionally to somebody, like, and they can't do it. I, mean, I think that's one of the scariest things the, to me is the texting not lingo being able and to the, communicate and com- like have a conversation. I do not want my children to. And like the face to face, like there's a like, you know. Because I'm, I'm very much in my classroom. Like, I, I'll, I'll answer emails, but, like, let's handle this. Let's come talk to yes. me. Like, yeah. you come talk to me face-to-face. Let's handle this. You got a problem. You don't like something or is there something I've done. Like, come talk to me, okay? I mean, I'll get kids that email me in my room. Yep, like, they're in thing. my classroom, and they'll send you an email. I'm like, no, 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 come here. Yeah. But like, there's terrified. I mean, there's like this, there's this, you know, and we throw, I mean, there's, there's, there's real anxiety out there, but I think we... We overuse that phrase sometimes. Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I think the phone has Cre- fosters it. Yeah. so much anxiety. And so that when they come to you face-to-face, they can't make eye contact. They can't do those things. Like, what are you, like, you're a year out from being in the real world. Yeah. Like, you're, scary. like, what are you going to do? Uh, so it is, like, the phone Phone is, like, a very scary thing. And we've talked about it because, you know, like, I think we agree with y'all. Like, the phone, to me, especially with, uh, with, with the boys. Terrifying. It has to be. Oh, yeah. that, that it is the, the things that are they on there now. Oh my yeah. gosh, it is it is insane. The I don't want access to the internet. It's awful. Uh, and so like we've talked about that, and it's a very interesting thing. So um, I, I love that. I love the social media. What what do you think will? How will that conversation go on the social media between y'all? Like how we all decide? We really if, haven't had a ton of pushback because they just ne- like you know they knew to kind of quit asking for phones after a certain point. Yeah, we always get the well. So and so has it. Well, so and so has it. And I mean, me and just we just ain't the ones. I mean, we don't, right. like, yeah. we don't well, care. Like, hey, where's you my kids? Got right. your stuff yeah. this yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I, they know because we had talked to him previously. You know, like starting social media, Instagram would probably be the start. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I have told them multiple times if I ever saw Snapchat yeah, at that's any the, point that's the show worst up. One. Yeah, that's the that they one. would not have a phone until they graduated. They could be, you know, Coach Harper flip phone. Land, yeah, they could be, yeah. <laughs> um, until they got out of our house. So, because there's no need for it. And no. Well, I, yeah. It's but just, there's other ways to communicate. It's a trap we're not it is. Going that's, into. Yes, yeah, that's a, And that's the most dangerous one. I feel like any issue you have with a kid somehow stems in a Snapchat. Some, yeah. Somewhere along the way, right. there's a stem, a branch off somewhere where yeah. Snapchat's involved. It's absolutely awful. So, so you're talking about how you agree on most things when you when it comes to parenting. Let's say you come to a thing where you're not necessarily on the same page on how do you decide 
which way you're going to lean when it comes to that particular aspect. I would say uh, typically Jessica gets her way. In <laughs> Some things I fight for, but then I realize maybe I'm being a little bit too ridiculous <laughs> if she's pushing back on me. Yeah. Do you think it's like, is it like you being too hard, like too strict on something? Yeah, yeah. And then like, like dating, like... like not till you're 18. What? what? Yeah, yeah, not till you're 18. I'm, I'm with like, you, brother. Right? I'm with you. I'm absolutely. Poor girl. I'm here to support you. I'm yeah. here to. Well, but I, I'm not was. I still am. He made fun of me yesterday at, at Macy's. But I am the ultimate rule follower. So if I think he's being too strict, he probably is because because you're a rule follower. Yes, so it's like, all I've right, always well. been like, oh no, it says the exit is right there. We're gonna walk all the way around. <laughs> And then go in over here, and he's like, seriously? And I'm like, there's nobody in line. <laughs> That's right. That's why I did yesterday. Yeah. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, it said exit, okay? Yeah, well, okay. Well, we can get here, <laughs> That's too. That's not yeah. me. <laughs> but, I mean, we obviously discuss things that we, we don't agree on, typically without the girl's opinion first. Yeah. Um, and we do try to give them their own, you know, say-so. We try not just to shut them down, but sometimes we'll shut down what they think anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, you well, have I mean, to yeah, shut yeah, some yeah, things right. down, but I also think... Just like me thinking back to when I was a teenager, I would have liked a conversation. Sure. You know, yeah. for like my parents to fully explain the reasoning and like to be able to give my input too. Right. I think that's important for your girls yeah. to not ever have like resentment towards you guys, yes. you know, because that's a hard line too. I mean, ultimately you're the parent and you're in control and in their raising, but you don't want your kids to. I mean, well, I, if, you don't if, want your kids if, to just hate you all the time. Yeah, like, you want there to be a respect and them to understand your reasoning, but then them to have input too. Well, there's there's a time, in my opinion, especially being in the professional word, uh, world, I think there's a time and a place to challenge authority. Mm. And I want them yeah. to be comfortable with that. I don't want them just to be a robot. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. you know, we do allow for some discourse and conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, because I said so, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it has its place. But I do right. think sometimes, too, it's like, I think I, I like what you said there. I mean, there is a, a time to challenge authority if, if you really feel like this is not the right thing and you have, like, a, a foundational for reason why. Like, I, mean, I need to know right. why we're not. Because this, this one doesn't make right. any sense to me. Yeah. You know, like, I guess there's sometimes where it's like, Hey, I'm gonna do this. No, why? Because it's a, all right, cool. But then something's like, hold on, not. Yeah. What I'm asking to do is really not that. The older they get, here. the the less <laughs> that grit right. is. That, because I said so, doesn't work so <laughs> much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially when you got two smart ones too, because they're right. not. I mean, they're both smart. Yeah. So like, they, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> I can see that for sure. All right, so let's talk about dating. Because as a dad of a, I mean, which I got a six month old, so I got a, hopefully a long, long time. Goes fast. Hopefully eighteen goes years fast. until I'm there, right? <laughs> yes. So yes. Yeah, so how does that work? Because they are, they're, they're definitely in that world now. Um, I, I, I. So I, we've had one, well, one I would say real experience with a boyfriend since school started, and uh, we pretty much they're not allowed to go anywhere with them, driving, of course, which right. he, he wasn't sixteen at the time, um, which. Kind of same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and we told him, you know, don't ask to ride with any boy until you're 16. So that's already been said and done. And really, we encouraged them to come to our house. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you want to hang out? Okay, sweet. We'll watch these college football games. You can come yeah. over. Yeah. Um, which that was kind of our plan all along. Like we have a basement that we remodeled and have a theater room, but we also don't just send them down there alone. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. There's yeah. always a plus one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Always. That's a good thing about having twins. I was about to say, yeah. 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 Always a plus one. Oh yeah, no, that was the the Kirsten's brothers with the little birds back in the day. Yeah. Like they would always coming be downstairs. at least somebody one of the stairs at some point was always coming down there yeah. looking for something, checking something, uh-huh. you know, see what was going yeah. on. Uh, but no, that's. I think that's. If you want some really good pointers, we can get her dad down here because his 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 rules on dating were phenomenal. My dad asked me one time, well, "Why do you why do you need a boyfriend?" It's like I don't know, sixteen and I like boys. I mean, I just, you want me to like girls? Like my yeah. mom was like, "Do you want her to like girls?" At that point, she was like, "No." I got that one last week. What do you want me to like girls? No, I'm good. Yeah. We haven't really got deep into it yet, so. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, they've been kind of, you know, freshman year kind of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. long duration. So, but first first heartbreak, I would say. Yes. Um, which was hard for a dad. Mm, yeah, you know? I'm sure that one is tough. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things you got Yeah, to... I, I, I tell, uh, I, I always, you know, tell Swayze, you know, I'm being there, you know, rocking her and we, we talk about things. She just listens. I talk to her. Uh, <laughs> But I'm like, you know, your mom thinks she had it bad, but the sweet girl, you're gonna have it way worse. Yeah. Like, between me and your and your Coco, like we're going to like I'm gonna make sure. I feel like I paid like I don't know like we can say all day long about I mean, which Kirsten has she has I guess through marriage she has has waited me out to become a better man. She has she has prayed over me to make sure that I've been better and I've made a lot of mistakes. But I did a lot of wait when I was in high school. To try to get, because like her dad was, I mean, I'm serious, he was, you, you want to talk about a dude that had zero, he didn't care about anything in terms of those kind of feelings. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. nope. And that was like a because I said so kind of, there was no discussion. <laughs> there was no discussion. There was no, her brothers would come get in the car with me. I could take her brothers, I could have drove them on a trip across the country. He would never said a word. <laughs> but I, like, let's go down to the gas station five minutes. No, no, no. You're not, I couldn't no, go. No, not I couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's a. I mean, he definitely intimidates. Oh yeah, sure. no, you have to. Oh yeah, you have to. What's your favorite tactic? Do you give like a good like so, firm handshake? Like yeah. get a firm yeah. handshake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I called the wrong name. I called, I called <laughs> one the wrong yes. name yes. every time he came to the house. Yes. Every single time. <laughs> and you know what? That's so good. That's so good. when Maya, so when Maya started dating, obviously she's a lot older. And, right. You know, so when her boyfriend came over the first time, I had my friend Nick White and myself were there. Oh yeah. And we were cleaning yeah. guns. Just so happy. Classical. But now that I have freshmen and sophomore kids coming over, I didn't feel that is didn't need that one yeah. 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 If that was my son, I'd probably be be a little bit upset. Yeah, right. So I'm just telling him to take a different role. Yeah. Keep the kid on his feet, you know. Things like that. I think one, uh, so we got a gym in the basement. I got a speed bag and things yeah. like that. And uh, they went to a dance. Um, was it last year or this year? That was eighth grade dance. Okay, I last year. And uh, they're like, oh, Mr. Labby, do you know how to use a speed bag? I said, yeah, of course I know how to use a speed bag. So I just, I mean, <laughs> just, I, yeah, yeah, just machined the thing. And they're like, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, just remember, just so remember you know, this. Well, I see you tell somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so glad to that. Like, hey, we're going to go through a workout first. Yeah. We're going to see. Yeah, like, we'll see what you, you can got. do this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That's perfect. So, speaking of dating, let's just let's hop into kind of y'all's marriage. Like, a little about y'all's story. How did y'all meet? Uh, we met in uh, high school English our freshman year. Coach uh, Hodges' class. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. w- let me preface this whole part with we did not like each other for a long time. 
in a romantic way. Yeah, we're but good friends. The first thing I said to him was, you have beautiful eyes, because we had to do some get to know you on the first day of school. Right, yeah. And at BHS in 1996, you knew everyone, so he stuck Except out. Except me. Like a sore thumb, because he had just moved from Connecticut. So what was that like, coming from Connecticut to Bremen? <laughs> Uh, it was a culture shock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, now it's a lot. Yeah, in yeah, 96, yeah, right, it was a right. different it's town. A different, it's a lot yeah. different. I yeah. mean, I think we graduated with 72 people. Everybody's from here. Yeah, that's right. Second, third generation. Yeah. Um, and here comes a guy from Connecticut. And, and so a lot of my peers, they were like, well, you know, talking about the Civil War. We won the war, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what in the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, we don't, despite what most people in the South think, we don't talk about that up north. Like, that's not <laughs> common nomenclature. Like we don't, no, we don't, no, we're not trying to, we weren't talking about it. South of Yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a big culture shock. It was hard for me. Um, and uh, honestly, I mean, it probably had an impact on me for a number of years uh, until, you know, probably mid-college. Yeah. It was, it was pretty profound. Yeah, that's awesome. So you have your... We met in Hodges class, so that was our freshman year. Uh We basically became best friends all through school. He actually went... So looking back, I really didn't, I guess at the time, pay attention to my parents bringing other kids into our house, but there were several kids that lived at our house here and there, boy and girls. Um, and he actually went on some family vacations with us before we were dating because he also knew my brother and uh, from football. John was a senior when we were freshmen. And uh, my junior year of college, so we were. he went to Georgia State. I went to Georgia. We stayed good friends. He would come to Athens. So during this time, like, did y'all date other no. people? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Like y'all we, were just we friends. We didn't like each like, other at all. But, from, but still friends. Just yes. like went through high school. We stayed in touch friends. out of high school. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, when sure. we graduated. Just a tight knit, like, class of 96, like. Well, 2000. 2000. 96 was freshman year. So he went to Georgia. He went to Georgia State, and I went to Georgia, but like he came to Athens and went to sorority socials with some of my friends, and I went to some stuff with his buddies. And um, my junior year, I had actually come home for my brother's wedding, John and Leslie, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was I drove back the night after their wedding and I hadn't slept a whole lot that week. It was sorority rush week. He was at Georgia State and I remember I was pumping gas in downtown Atlanta and I actually fell asleep on the side of my car. And so I called him and I was like, Can I just come by and just sleep for a couple hours and then I'm gonna drive back to Athens? And he's like, Yeah, so he had some weird thing going on with his alarm clock where he had it set like an hour off. Like, I think it was like two hours off what the world <laughs> anyway so i thought in the wrong I, direction in the wrong, yeah, yeah, the wrong, i thought yeah, i had yeah. slept for like five hours i think i only slept for like three hours yeah. and jumped up and get my car and i was on 316 and totally fell asleep like went through two lanes of median two other lanes mm-hmm. and like thought this is it i'm gonna die so i flipped my car like eight or nine times and he was the first person at the hospital and i like i tell my high school kids he knew that was when he walked in. He's like, this is it. This is the one that I'm Because basically he, he wrote me a letter after that um, and said that it, he thought I was going to die. And that made him realize he couldn't live without me. And if 
I ended oh up marrying God. someone else. It would be like living without. I think y'all had it for each other the whole time, though. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, funny story. <laughs> yeah. After after this, then we sort of started dating, and then we didn't tell the whole fam until parents' weekend for my sorority. And my dad was immediately like, "What the heck." He went on vacation with us. <laughs> but he was mortified. Yeah. We were like, no, 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 no. We we really did not yeah. like each other that way. And we were in college. You got looked at in a completely different way for yes. a lot of yeah. But they didn't believe us. Like a couple for a little bit, they were like, seriously? And we were like, no. Look, it was like brother and sister until this epiphany. <laughs> like so, until I almost near, died. Near yes. death experience. Yeah. That. That's, That's awesome. So eighteen was eighteen years, eighteen and a half going yes. on. Yes. Yeah, August. This August will be nineteen. Yeah. So eighteen years. Yeah. So, but you met each other in freshman year. So Sam, we were. I was a freshman, or going into my freshman year. But now y'all have freshman girls. So like, that kind of puts things in a different perspective okay. because <laughs> you know, like you think you think freshmen are so young, but then oh, a lot. You you know, it's crazy. <laughs> Sitting beside there. Yeah. Could be. Could yeah. be. Yeah. I need to look at be. that English roster one more time <laughs> if they have. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a great, scary thought. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. So, in the 18 years, like, what do you, like, what do y'all think y'all have gotten right about marriage? Like, what do you think, like, what has made 18 years? I mean, because obviously, eight, 18 years with anybody, there's obviously going to be bumps and roads, peaks and valleys. What kind of the peaks? What are kind of the things that you know, like, hey, these are things we do right in our marriage? Um, I think our kids are kind of first. You know, we, uh, I mean, 18 years, you're going to have some rocky moments. Right. <laughs> we yeah, have, have I mean, we're not, we're not a perfect couple, never have been. Uh, I think after about 15 years, it kind of smooths out. <laughs> it's, uh, it, but, it smooths um, out. Yeah. You know, we, I, you know, everybody thinks about, well, not every, I can't say everybody, but, you know, when the thoughts start to creep in about, you know, this isn't going to work, mm-hmm. what's this going to look like if we split up? Well, my, my thought was always, first of all, I, I can't see living without Jessica, but most importantly is I can't see another man raise my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. thought of that just yeah. oh, is yeah. a non-starter. That's right, that. right. So having that love for my kids and not wanting to bust up the family makes me dive deeper into our relationship. Okay. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and when things are bad and you need something to focus and fight for, I mean, just yeah. Yeah. stay focused on something. And, and, and we've, you know, we feel like we've prevailed. I've actually, other than one couple in my family, 18 years longer than anybody in my family. Oh, wow. Wow. Anybody. How about that? One couple. That's it. So, so you really haven't had like I mean just an absolute model on your side. No. To look so at we and say, this totally is different we backgrounds. Have. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, now your family. My yeah. parents. I mean, are, it's like the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My parents are over fifty years married now, and my aunt Deb and Uncle Joe are right behind them. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean. So, so do you think like being a part of that and seeing that? Do you like kind of look at her family like? influences a little bit too in terms of I mean her family has always been really good good to me I mean, right they, they when I was you know first moved down here when me and Jessica were friends they were very very kind um, I saw Ricky and I, I her dad I, I look up to him in a lot of ways um, some ways not so much but a lot of ways I do um, but more importantly internally I, I think people are um, motivated by either running towards something or running away from mm. something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm more motivated about running away from 
from my background. I got yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted a life that was different because I, it was so it's so opposite of what I grew up in. Right, right. Um, yeah. So that's what motivates me. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because it is. I mean, that's kind of the same. Like you know, my parents are divorced, and I, you know, their marriage wasn't always that great, and so. When you don't have like kind of that immediate idea of what you know biblical godly marriage looks like, that's tough when you first start out because you're like, well, I mean, I don't really have anything. Right. But you get to, you know, I, I think the same thing. Like in early on, it was it's like I'm gonna do everything to not make it look like this. Yes. Because yeah. I remember what that was like, and I don't want that to have that kind of aspect here for our children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big one. So uh, one thing we always ask couples when we come on here, and we'll give you a little bit of time to think about explaining it. Is kind of what are your non-negotiables in your marriage? So, we I like to think of it as like what kind of like the quirks of the labbies. Like, what are some things that kind of y'all do in your marriage that may be different? Like no matter what, y'all do it, and it like keeps you together. It's kind of like your one. I don't not one. It can be multiple things. So, like for ours, so a couple of our non-negotiables. Go ahead, honey. You, you we go to bed together. I know this one. We, I wish we could do. We go to bed <laughs> together at the Y'all same got time one? every no. night. This man goes to bed at like. Oh, we're talking about going to bed. Yes, I I envy this, but he goes to bed so early. I cannot <laughs> go to bed as early. Because I'm always. Yes, yeah, so I'm so still good. doing something. Yeah. So what so, time do you go to bed? What's your bedtime? Nine thirty. Okay, well, that's, well, that's kinda, not that's that early. We would go to bed. At, I mean, I would go to bed at nine thirty, but we 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 have a house where we don't have like. Bed you guys got right younger now. kids. Yeah. It's a little bit different. That's like one of the things like in ours, like we do like if one of us was well, really her, if she's ready to go to bed, then it's time for me to go to bed. Yeah. You know, like like it's one of those like used to, like early on in the marriage, like she would go to bed and I'd stay up and I'd watch T V and do stuff like that. And like she would get like well, she'd like be texting, like, when are you coming to bed? You know, or she'd be like, <laughs> what are you doing down there? And I'd be like, okay, like, I'm sorry. I realized that that was like one of those things. So that's kind of like one of our non negotiables. Like, the other one is, is like, we never, like, we, we don't hang up, never on hang up on We're not going to hang up like, on each other, even if, <laughs> even if, I know y'all's non negotiables. We don't, so, have, all right, do you have, do you, you have, gotta any, have something. don't have to no, have, no, I'm just saying, we all have any of y'all's. Yeah, I'm like, y'all we, I have definitely been like, hanging up on you. So, you we'll might be coming. You might hang up eventually. No, I mean, like, a, it eventually has got a, a lot of times, though, like, I will, like, there's been times I thought she hung up on me, and I'm calling right back. I'm like, did you? <laughs> my my phone went out. Like, I swear my phone went out. I'm like, sure did. I don't think I, <laughs> I hung up again. That doesn't seem right. I've never hung up on me. No, I never done it. So, what, are some, what, do you, what would you say, if you, if you kind of look into y'all's, do y'all have any certain, like, non negotiable, some sort of. Little, I little, would think non negotiable after 18 years for us, so not always. Right. Because we have definitely had some valleys. Um, is yes, I would agree we have went to bed angry at each other. So I would love to say we've never done that, but I think that we've learned not to just let it fester. Fester, yes. Like maybe you need twenty four or forty eight hours, but eventually we're gonna have to talk about it. Um and, you know, sit down with each other and I would say too one of our successes is that um we're determined like we're not giving up yeah like mm. we're in this no matter how bad it gets you know we're gonna figure it out i think so many um, people like brush stuff under the rug and it's never discussed and then well the, just... we had a period where that's k- kind of how i am the verbal diarrhea and he is the don't say anything bottle it all up that's me. oh that's the we're the opposite i'm the verbal yes. diarrhea and this is the one here <laughs> won't say a word yes i've listened to enough to know you're like what's wrong with that? and that's how i am and he's just like i'll just sit there like 
I'm like, what's the matter with you? Nothing. Like, <laughs> I've known you long enough to know something <laughs> yeah. is wrong with you. Like, first, now you're lying. Now, now you're just yeah. lying. I, I know, like, I know your face. I can, like, smell. <laughs> yes. I, just, I, can, I can walk in and smell when something's not yeah. right. It's like, what's the matter? It's like, nothing. Like, that's not true. So I would say that's one non-negotiable. I would say a second non-negotiable for us is we're in total agreement that we want a house of peace. Yeah, mm. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So there yeah. may be, again, ups and downs with that, too. But, like, we want people to come into our house and feel something different, mm-hmm. whether it's other high school kids of our kids' friends or it's somebody we're bringing in. It's adults, like, you know. And we, we had another high school kid that lived with us for a period of time, and that was one thing she would – and, you know, they don't always know know that that's our intention. And then she would say, you know – I always sleep so good when I'm here. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, said, I know yeah. you do because <laughs> it's an intentionality that yeah. we want to have. So how do you create that? How, I mean, what, what would you say you do that just creates just an environment of peace? Because um, I mean, that's a really good way of thinking about your house and mm-hmm. being like a, a place of peace. Well, one thing that we intentionally did when we built our new house, which our girls were eight by then, but we had the opportunity to do it because we built our new house is we prayed over like every part of the house. Mm. We wrote scriptures and for specific reasons, like certain scriptures when you come in the doorway. um, Intentional scriptures. Yes. And Gabby Nizzi's Godfather gave us specific scriptures to write on their doorways. And, um, and then we had family members come in. So, I mean, the house has been literally prayed and poured over Mm. at the foundation um so not losing that and when you do lose it because there are times where we have stuff going on just you know try to rein it in and come back to to square one i mean ultimately it's your relationship you have with christ and how you want him to be the center of your household and your family and we yeah, don't always get that perfect. Yeah, but. no, I mean, yeah. I mean, because that's the same. And we, funny story, like we, I don't, our house is either blessed or cursed. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. Uh, we did the same thing. Um, and now we had some very sketchy framers, like very, very sketchy <laughs> The same framers. ones we used? I don't know. Uh, we'll talk, we'll about talk later. We'll talk later. But we had like some, I'm talking about like. Like on drugs. Like, yeah. Like I'm talking about like out here working, 2, p- 2, 2 p.m. disappear, show back at 3 p.m. like rocking Hot. and rolling. I'm talking about like <laughs> oh, rolling up go. some lumber, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so. So, so we did the same thing. So one night we come down here, and we did the same thing. We walked the, we walked everywhere, praying, right. Like we had the same thing. Like we, you know, in, in the kitchen, like we knew we were in the kitchen. Like we wrote a prayer about gathering, you know, in, in, the, in the kids' bedroom, in our bedroom, just every sort of thing. Does not We come back down. I think it was the next day, a day or two later, right? We come back down, and uh, they're all scrubbed off, like sanded, like they had been like sanded off. Really? And, wow. Uh, I was like. This is this is not good. Like what, like, what does this mean? You know. And so I called our builder, and uh, I was like, "Hey, man, I said, uh, is there was there some problem with the uh, the scripture on, on the, the?" He's like, "He said, oh, y'all did that." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm so sorry. I thought those tweaked out uh, framers wrote that on there. I didn't want y'all to be upset." Oh. I'm like, "Did you write that? Right? 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 So if they're doing oh, that, yeah. okay, great." <laughs> 
they junk in the Holy Ghost. Their Bibles. Who knows what this house is? They're on there. The maybe they're just imprinted in the. There's a few. There's a few that survived like they didn't find. You know, but I'm serious. Like we like we walked down here. I was like, uh oh. Like, yeah, what? this is not, yeah, because we've done the same thing. Uh, how do you, so, you know, so, so hearing that and kind of having that foundation of praying, uh, your daughters are super involved. I mean, they're always in small groups. They're always in big time in FCA, things of that nature. What is that? I mean, like when you kind of parent through that and you see that, I mean, how do you continue to foster that? Do y'all model that at home? Is that something y'all model at home? Or so I think about this a lot because I know that you can be the kid that's at school, uh, at school, at church. Mm-hmm. Like it's every time the doors open and you can still be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we see that. I, mean, I see that a lot. Yeah. You see, I mean, you see it too. Being a teacher like we do, like we see the ones, and I love them, but you see the ones who are on the front row at FCA on Thursday, hands up, saying loud, but then you also see what they're posting. Yeah, on, on their social media. Like, what yeah. You, hold on now. Yeah. So I think about it a lot because I'm like, man, whatever I'm doing, I got to keep doing it because they seem very genuine with everything. Um, And, you know, at this point, they're driven individually. Like it's yes, we set the foundation for it. And again, I'll, I'll say over and over again, our church family, it's a small church, but it's amazing. And everybody's very open and honest there. So we have a lot of people who haven't always lived the most perfect life. Mm -hmm. And my kids know that. Like, my kids know that some of the people that they think hung the moon, you know, did terrible things at one point or were strung out on coke. And, Mm -hmm. you know, here they are with a family that's thriving. And so I think that's big because I think that I've been in churches before in my life where... You thought everybody was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to know, you know, that there's redemption and there's grace and you're going to screw up inevitably. So I think part of that helps them push through. Um, but, I mean, you're constantly just praying. I mean, you can you can talk all you want to to your kids, but ultimately they've got to be driven to have their right. own relationship right. with Christ. Because they, they're not going to heaven off of ours. So mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. got to dig in. Right. So I don't mean to interrupt, but keep going. And they have two, you know, they're involved at our youth at Victory. But when COVID happened, our youth was very small and it kind of just fizzled during COVID. And that was the year they could actually like join youth because that would have been COVID was fifth grade, sixth grade. So they started going to First VR was their first youth. So they're also members at Villarica First Baptist of their youth and their leadership group. And again, they have really good, you know, guidance Mm -hmm. and people pouring into them. And so um, you got to surround, you can't, it can't just be you and your spouse. Like you got to intentionally make sure you're surrounding your kids with people that are going to pour into them because they're either going to pour in junk or they're going to pour in good stuff. And like you said, your kids don't always want to listen to their parents. So you need other people. Did y'all have your kids in church like from the jump, like from Yes, when they were – because we've always went to church pretty consistently. Um, When we moved back to Bremen, we – I mean, we pretty much joined Victory the same year and been there ever since. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we're so, just in the beginning stages of Jude's finally understanding things, and you know he can re- memorize a couple little Bible verses, and we're teaching him to pray and yeah. things like that. And like that, and the other night he actually initiated saying his prayer, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's listening! <laughs> like he's actually listening, yeah. you know? So, I mean, because you do like you do wonder like. Or is it too soon? Is he getting any of it? And then, like you said, you, you see those little kind of little, little you know, glimpses. Kind of, yeah, yeah. God winks in there. Of like, okay, like, there's a little something here. You know, something's kind of coming out. That's a, that's good. And then, and, you know, one thing I've always admired about y'all, you know, is the tight knitness uh, of y'all's family. Like, kind of how y'all. So we were talking about this before we got started. So the RV trip. <laughs> I mean, like that, like. So y'all went because y'all normally take like a big kind of like family so trip. So we're trying to do y'all all every or trying to get every state in, right? All y'all fifty was, before they're eighteen. We might not make it, but we're gonna. We're at thirty five right now, as we said. Okay. So, uh, it's uh, honestly, it was. Um, you know, I think a lot of people miss out on how great a country that we live in, and mm. I really, it, it actually. One of my clients was telling me she did this with her boys. She was a principal in. Um, Calhoun one in some elementary school and I was like, Man, what a great idea. And naturally our daughters had been well traveled. Me being from the northeast, they had already been to Maine and Connecticut and some other parts of the northeast and of course all the stuff, you know, Tennessee, Florida stuff down here. So I was like, you know, I think that's something that we can do. Um, but I really more than anything wanted to show them what a great country mm. we live in, how yeah. diverse it is. Right. Um, you know, demographically, but also, you know, um, you know, naturally. That's um, the beauty of yeah, it. Yeah, just the beauty of right. it. And, you know, it's I've had a lot of fun with it. I mean, you are traveling with teenagers. <laughs> well, now we are. <laughs> At so, what age did y'all start? How old were they when y'all started? Intentionally doing? focus on this. Um, Probably like eight, I would say. Maybe, yeah. Eight. Yeah. And we don't count a state. Like, if we just drive through it, we don't count it. You have to spend the night. You have to do something, oh, in, do the something in the state of okay. value. Sit down for a meal or... Okay, yeah, see something. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay. So, okay. otherwise, we would have had a lot more states because we drove to New yeah, York and through, Connecticut. We've probably been Delver, through Virginia, all the, yeah. We don't count those. Because we didn't do anything. Okay, them. Yeah, I got you. So. I got you. But, yeah, so how, how is that with teenagers? Because now you're traveling. Well, I had to prep them. This summer, we went to Utah, Colorado, and Arizona. And I had to sit him down ahead of time and say, listen, okay, there there's going to be things. Like, we may get to the Grand Canyon, and they may be like, <laughs> how much longer are we going to be out here? <laughs> Um, so I had to prep him. And you're having this like awe-inspiring. Yeah. God, yeah. just like this it's is like, looking, good to me. Too. Yeah, he had never yeah. seen the yeah. Grand Canyon. I had actually went with yeah. Beth Root when I was pregnant with them, yeah. so I had seen it. But um, so I had to prep him up front. But I would say they did. I mean, there were some days they were like, "Jeez, Louise!" But he he went with their lingo. We're in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Yes, we would drive through Colorado, and he, they would be like, "Oh, look at that!" And Eric's like, "Guard." So uh, that was fairly good, though. But they definitely get like he'll be like, "Let's go on a fifteen-mile hike," and they're like, "Can we just yeah. take a nap?" They're not. They're not. They're not. They're, 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 they're not that engaged. Yeah, they're not that. Yes. <laughs> no. So, but the RV trip was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, so, so 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 y'all rented. We flew to Cincinnati, and really, a lot of the times. I'm I'm winging it. Like, where's a place we can fly? He's not a planner. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't plan anything. Really? Like, yeah, no, no, no. I get like I go. So you're doing these like multi-state things. Yeah, yeah. You're I like, go macro. And I let her deal with the micro. Yeah, I panicked at the last minute on the RV thing and called in 
Haley Lewis and like you know they travel with the seagulls some so I was like I'm had come help me please <laughs> yeah the so we flew to Cincinnati and rented an RV in Cincinnati and then went from Cincinnati to Louisville wait I have to, to pause you when we rented the RV, we blindfolded them. So they had no idea what we were doing. Oh, yeah. They just that. knew that we were going. We did five states, I think. They knew we were doing five states. They had no idea. We kept telling them we had a surprise. So we blindfold <laughs> them from the airport all the way to the place where we rent the RV. And they pull out the RV, and it is literally like National Lampoons because it's the one that's like, drive <laughs> yeah. America. Yeah, and it fit in it blend at all. And it has like the fake dog in the window. It's and, like it screams novice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we yeah. take their, yeah. we're like so excited, and we take their blindfolds off, and Gabby's like, oh, I thought we were getting a G-Wagon. <laughs> and, and here we have a, a giant yeah. RV. Yeah. So, okay, sorry. Cincinnati. No. So, um, I mean, yeah, so we did Cincinnati, Louisville, Indianapolis, uh, Chicago. Chicago. We camped in Chicago for two days. Which in is Chicago. In Chicago, in the city. Uh, and then, yeah. Brave. Yeah. Um, and uh, Michigan. We went to Kalamazoo. Yeah. But, I mean, ultimately, you know, teenagers and even parenting, looking back on my life, like, I remember moments. I don't remember, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the granular detail. Right. Right. I mean, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking to have those moments with my kids right. that they can, you know, I'm building foundations yeah. layer yeah. upon, upon yeah. a time that they can reflect back on and when they're, you know, throughout their years and um, they can use that as, you know, motivation, motivation, yeah. encouragement or whatever they may need at the time. But that's really what we're, it's moments. I mean, that's right. all we're trying right. to. It's do. almost kind of like, I mean, just kind of talking about full circle, like, you know, you, you said you kind of do things in a sense of running away right but you're kind of creating these moments where your daughters are going to kind of run too that's yeah. exactly like right that yes. like i don't want my kids to run away from things i want them right. to kind of remember so they're running to those kind of things that's exactly right yeah. i don't know if the rv would be one of those <laughs> i the, think the, 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 the trip moments with their probably, parents i'm sure afterwards it had to be something where like you look back on it now or even when you look back later probably in the trip it was like this was actually really cool because I remember like keeping up with it as y'all oh, were doing it. Was it and it was hilarious. <laughs> I always have fun. We are not RVers. Oh man, it was it was. So when you so when you don't have a plan and you go into something like that, are you just kind of like go with the flow the entire time? And like if it goes wrong, it's like well I didn't have a plan, so I can't really be. I, you know I, mean, I no I, I think like I'm like all right Jessica, this is kind of what I want to do. Okay. And I'm hoping she'll. Like, <laughs> In Which I film. usually yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, usually yeah, come yeah. in on the back. This last summer she did. That trip she didn't do so much. Well, how does plan? Yeah, I'll give you an idea. Okay, this is his fly by the seat of the pants. So in Chicago, the RV, we were in a uh, marshalling yard because there's obviously no RV parks. Right. In. So, yeah, there's hey, no co-is in downtown Chicago. Yeah. For your listeners. I don't know. So we... we uh, we sat with Haley Lewis, and she's like, oh, there's places where you can park in parking lots. And, I mean, it was super, I think it was $35 a day to be in this marshalling yard, which is where a bunch of trucks will come in. Well, apparently no trucks were coming in while we were there, so we're basically in it's a... It's basically their World Congress Center is where yes, we camp. Yes, in their lot. <laughs> the yes. Wow. <laughs> parking the camper, yeah. you know. There's one other camper there, so there were some other people yeah, that were as yeah. dumb as us. Um, but we get on bikes one morning cause you're right beside one of the great lakes and I don't remember which one it is right there. We get on bikes and he's like, we're going to go to Wrigley field. We're like, okay. You know, and it was super hot, which we did not plan for. So we we're trying to shed clothes. 
we're riding bikes, riding bikes, because there's this path along the Great Lake, and we're at like mile seven, and I'm like, how much longer is Wrigley Field? And he's like, oh, it's just, just a little bit more up there. <laughs> By the time we get to Wrigley Field, I think we had driven almost, or ridden, almost 14 miles. Oh, Did you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And we left at like no. we left at like seven in the morning. Okay. What so, time did y'all get there? I have no idea. That take like three hours? Probably. Well, they're just regular bikes, okay? Yes. They're not like road bikes. They're not yes. a road bike. There's no speed. Nobody on. had no padded pants on. Like banana seat kind yes. of just pedaling for that. Would have been yeah. here if I don't have my bike pants off. I well, am, I am. so then we get to Wrigley Field and if, you know, there's not a game. We just went to show them Wrigley Field and so we get there and Eric's like oh here's Wrigley Field and they're both like is this I'm it? hungry and <laughs> my butt hurts and yeah, we gotta ride back yeah <laughs> we didn't ride back oh, think, okay, think, no little... we did but I got an electric oh, bike right. and I, I would pedal like three times <laughs> yeah. and be like yeah, suck I think I would have got a truck with an Uber with a truck bed and yeah, just hauled back yeah. Yeah. So, so what states you have left like what are, what are the ones so we've got a little cluster in so we have Virginia Delaware New Jersey and Maryland which like aren't because we missed the DC trip because of COVID, oh, so yeah. we would have had a bunch of those. Yeah, yes. um, and then everything else is um, Washington. We're Oregon. going to uh, um, Yellowstone this year, so we'll yeah, have that's Montana, what I was say. Where's the next trip? Wyoming and uh, Idaho is where we're going this summer. Okay, um, and then we basically have the Dakotas, Iowa, Oregon, Washington, and Alaska, and and uh, Hawaii is it. There you go. So I, I um, if. If uh, what's coach name? Uh, soccer coach. Fields. Fields lets them go in February during February break. I think I'm gonna take them to New Jersey, skiing for a couple of days, and then check that okay. off. So that'll be four this be, year. Yeah. Although I'm resisting that because I won't be able to go. She's, she'll be in New York. She doesn't want us to go anywhere. So yeah, I don't know. I'm like I've never been to New Jersey. You can't go without me. We want to go to New Jersey. That's where that. Uh, we, there's a place in New Jersey called Diggerland. It's like all uh, old tractors, excavators. Oh, really? And you can ride them, and, and like that's, that would be cool Jude's like ultimate that? trip. It's literally called Diggerland, and it has like it has like excavator swings. Like the swing like hangs off an, a big old excavator. Really? That's yeah. cool. It looks incredible. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you should take the girls. That's right. Yeah. February. <laughs> you go. February. Fifty-one bucks. Really? That's why I'm going. That's, that's why. why you go there. Yeah. 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 Right. Take advantage. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. So uh, to kind of wrap things up. Uh, another question, so we you know talk about non-negotiables. Another one we always ask. This is probably my favorite question to have. When we have parents on. When you like one day, who knows hard down the road. When you look back, like how do you think you're going to measure if you were successful as parents? Like what are you going to look at and then be like, you know what? All right, like we we got it right. I mean, like, obviously there's things along the way that we messed up, but like overall, like what what do you kind of look for? What do you think you're going to see in your girls? You're like, you know what? We got this thing right. You want to go? Or you want me to go? Um, for for me, I would think that joy. Like, mm. if my daughters are living and doing things that they love to do, whether for vocation, having a family, and they're happy, content, that would be success for me. Yeah. I think for me, it would be um, the way they love, because that's kind of how I measure myself as a teacher. Like. I don't really care if you know, which if anybody listens to this, I didn't say this. If you know the content, mm. I want you yeah. to know I loved you. That's right. And that yeah. like I'll do anything for you. So 
I think if they can love well, no matter who you are, what your life situation is, what you're going through, um, you know, if they can love other people and themselves, that it's been successful. And obviously that all goes hand in hand with Jesus because we definitely want them to have a relationship. I I I think if you do those things, those are, are, are fruits Right yeah. from from the you know the things that you know y'all poured in. That's awesome. Uh, well, we love you guys and thank y'all so much for coming on. You're welcome. It wasn't I, I, I was talking beforehand about you know like you had a little time to prep. <laughs> so what was it? What you thought it was? Was this? Little... I mean, yeah, I, I I talk for a living in <laughs> small groups, so I, I could wing it. I could wing yeah. it. But I mean, you, you you put a lot of thought into how you raise your kids. I, I mean, if you raise them with intention, yeah. as you guys do, and we do. So I mean, it it shouldn't be hard to extract yeah, this, this, that information. That, like we we've picked to in terms of a niche of a podcast, I, we've picked some of the easiest things to talk about. Right, like right. if you bring people on yeah. who pour in their marriage and pour in their kids, you they're gonna love to talk about it. Yeah, and the things that we get from it is uh is awesome. And once again, we've we've learned from y'all, and I mean, just having this conversation, like you, sh- I see them and I know like who they are, but like to actually get to talk to y'all, like now like I, the why behind it, like okay, this is why they are so. Yeah. Y'all keep doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. We appreciate y'all coming on. And uh, everybody, uh, make sure you share this episode. And uh, we thank you for listening. Have a good week.